we need to think about this. Why would a country allow chemicals in our food, in our products, et cetera, that affect our mental, our physical, and our emotional well-being? We need to, as the consumer, become educated. We need to take action by going to the store and buying only safe products. That's going to create the change here. Hi there. Welcome once again to the Tech Wellness Podcast. We talk about thriving with technology here, about enjoying tech in smarter, easier, and healthier ways. I'm August Bryce, and today I'm welcoming Marilee Nelson. She's the founder of Branch Basics, human-safe cleaning products. Branch Basics is fast becoming a household name. In fact, it's the only name that you're going to find on anything in my house that's used to clean. You're going to get to know Marilee today. And, you know, she was dealt a tough hand, but she turned it around and turned it into her life's work, her passion, and really fabulous success. So you guys, can you imagine at just 23 years old, being told you're going to need a kidney transplant just to survive? And then can you imagine having a perfectly healthy, adorable 10-year-old kid who gets exposed to banned pesticides and overnight can't even do simple tasks? Well, she's going to share how she turned this all around, how both she and her son became healthy and well and are doing great today. Marilee has helped so many people get better feel better. And and she does it like this, simply by tossing the toxins from their life. And you know what? You can do this too, because she's going to walk us through the basic, and this is a tongue twister, toxin, 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 tossing process. (laughs) And yes, we're going to chat about the tech toxins too. So she's a board certified nutritionist and a certified building biologist and a materials building specialist. And I'm so happy that you're going to listen in our conversation because her stories of healing give us really super practical tips. You're going to walk away knowing what to do. And we can incorporate this into our homes for us, for all the people we love to feel better and thrive. So here she is, Marilee Nelson from Branch Basics. Marilee, welcome. Hi, August. How are you? I'm so happy to be talking to you. How are you? I'm great. Thank you so much for being with us today. I know you've got an incredible story and you've created an incredible product and I can't wait to talk in detail about that. But first, I understand we're so much alike in terms of starting our wellness journeys long time ago, way before it was cool, and that we both lead a clean and green and EMF-free lifestyle. And so I want to know, how did you start? All right. Well, I always have to say that um, when I this I came into this arena, I was completely in the dark and without a clue that anything I ate or anything I had contact with affected my health. And yet... I was very sickly growing up. Um, I had a fever of unknown origin. That's what the doctor mm. said, a low-level fever. And How long? I, I would have it just almost all the time. Oh, I would have yeah. antibiotics, medication, and then I'd have a fever. It would spike maybe up to 105, 106, maybe mm. every three weeks, six weeks. It wasn't, you couldn't tell when it would. But... But I also had a lot of allergies. I had horrific periods. Um, I had asthmatic bronchitis. And by the time I was 23, my um, general practitioner doctor said, I think we need to do exploratory surgery. And he, he got with 11 of some of the best doctors in the Houston Medical Center. And I was on the operating table with all of them there. And I was actually decided before the surgery because I knew they were going to figure out what it was I needed. Maybe the right pill, the right therapy, et cetera. So um, after the surgery, I was laying in my hospital bed. I, I was on morphine and my doctor came in and he came side of my bed, held my hand and he said, Marilee, I'm really sorry. 
um, surgery did not quite go the way we would have hoped. Mm-hmm. And I looked up at him and then the next thing he said, he goes, and you'll never, you're never going to be able to have children because you have endometriosis so severe. Uh, and you're going to need to go on dialysis and you'll need a, t- wow. a kidney transplant. Wow. Well, I don't know what happened, but inside of my mind, I had this shift and I just looked at him. And I said, Oh my gosh, I'm just glad you're not God. What if in a year, you all have figured out what I needed to do and I've lost my kidney. Or what if in five years? I said, no, I'm, I know there's another way. And you know what? I never looked back. Um, I was kind of at a crossroads right there. Was I going to take the road, you know, that the trusted doctors that I, you know, I loved were saying I should do? Or was I going to go a different path? And literally... I took the road less traveled. Yes. And um, I will tell you that in my mind at that point, I started, I thought I was going to find the right pill, the right therapy. So I was looking in medical books, et cetera. And lo and behold, it ended up, I was led to a doctor, a medical doctor in a Boston hospital that was using food as medicine. Mm. And um, when I was told that I needed to stop eating the sad standard American diet and eat real food. Literally, I had no frame of reference for that. I looked at him and said, what do you mean? You're saying I haven't been eating real food? And he said, and if you, he said, no, you haven't. And if you want to avoid a kidney transplant, you will have to eat only real food and no food with chemicals. So this was a whole new ball game for me. So how long did you deal with your kidney issues and, and obviously feeling badly until you found this doctor? It was a while and, and I was very sick. I, I, I used to call myself a propelled shell. I was so weak. Um, I would just mentally make my arm move from my, you know, up to my mouth. It just, my arm weighed 500 pounds. You know, everything was such an effort. So um, there's a lot of detail in here, but the bottom line is and within 10 days of eating a nutrient rich diet prescribed for my kidneys, my life was turned around. I literally was off all medication. I've never been on a, even an aspirin or over-the-counter um, prescription drug or anything ever since. Uh-huh. And um, after the dust settled, of, after a few months, I didn't have my menstrual cramps anymore. I mean, all of these this incredible resolution of symptoms occurred. And I was aghast. I wanted to get up on the Empire State <laughs> Building and scream, why didn't someone tell me? Or I your wanted- mom and dad. Why didn't somebody tell your mom and dad? Right? Someone write a book. You know, mm-hmm. why didn't someone tell me? Because, I mean, I missed, sometimes I missed six weeks of school. Mm-hmm. And um, all I would have had to have done is my mother would have just had to shop for vegetables and fruits and, you know, real food. Um, so I changed my career path. I studied to be a medicinal cook and um, I cooked for people with chronic illness and I saw just absolutely how much of a difference it made when you, you know, got rid of the chemicals and ate real food. It was... Yeah. Gave your body the tools it needed. Yes. To heal itself as our bodies so beautifully do. Just, I, I don't know if you know, but our friends have told us that we have similar stories. You've probably heard that, but didn't know mine either, right? Because yours is fabulous. And I'm so happy that, that you were able to, I mean, I'm so sad that you had to go through your life till that point at 23. But at one point in my life, similarly, I was diagnosed with Crohn's disease MS and lupus, all from one 10 day stay at Scripps. So, you know, and, and, and my journey wasn't as easy as the food, unfortunately. 
I had always been eating organic from the time I was 18. And this happened about five years later, but I was in a very serious car accident. So that really added, you know, layers of issues on top of it. But I think we both ended up at the same place, feeling probably better than you ever have before today, right? That's right. And leading a very toxin-free lifestyle, but completely enjoying life. That's right. I, I, I wouldn't be here had I not changed my diet. But I, at that point, I had no idea that there was this entire um, er- arena that I had not explored, that I re- didn't you know, realize existed. And I, my, I had a son, and when he was 10 years old, he was extremely chemically injured. And we took him to the doctors, and we were told that he would never recover that he had brain damage so severe and immune system damage so severe that he would be a bubble boy for the rest of his life. From what? What happened? He was exposed to a band about, well, actually several banned pesticides. Mm. And um, so I actually said the same thing to that doctor. I just said, I can't accept this. Exactly. And he grabbed my hand and he held it. And he said, he said, Marilee, the brain does not repair. Oh, yes, it does. And right? you know what I said to him? <laughs> I said that. I said, I said, I can't accept what the medical world has to say. And then, of course, maybe 15, 20 years later, we realized the neuroplasticity of the brain. You know, the medical world has totally turned upside down that. So anyway, um, he told us to take our son home, create a safe room, you know, only use non-toxic products. And we were going to have to medicate him to control him. Give, I was mm-hmm. supposed to give him 23 shots a day, et cetera. Oh, wow. So okay. he went from being a brilliant, athletic, and very obedient child to being unpredictable, Um hyperactive sometimes, completely lethargic other times. He couldn't even spell a three-letter word or do simple math. Um, It was not good. And we were desperately trying to create a place for him to, to, you know, be able to stay. Mm -hmm. And I can tell you that the concept of what a safe haven house was then was not clearly understood. And I'll say the same thing. It's not understood today. But anyway, I was trying to do everything they told me to do. And I would go and buy these non-toxic products, so to speak. I'd bring them home. He'd react. Um, He was so sensitive that it was much better if we slept outside. And um, wow. So he was the ultimate canary in the coal mine for the chemical test, right? Was. Wow. And we couldn't sleep in a tent. We slept open air on cots. And one night I was just lying there. I was thinking, what have I not done? And I had this kind of a thought in my head, get up and go take the box out of your closet. And I had, what I'd done is I'd thrown away everything I thought, but I kept some of my favorite things, like my favorite perfume from high school and a few other things. And I'd put them in this box. I thought, well, when he gets better, I'll just pull them out, back out and use Mm -hmm. them. Um, But anyway, the next day after I had taken them out, my son came in and, um, we kept, he kept out, he stayed outside most as much as we could, he could just because he felt better outside. Yes. Uh, but that day at, we were, he came in and I was making lunch and he said, what'd you do, mom? And I said, what do you mean? Boy, I can tell you what, I didn't act like I knew anything. I said, what do you mean? He said, well, I'm just not feeling like I need to get out of here. I'm not feeling so, you know, jittery. I said, oh, well, then just stay, you know, just stay in here till you, oh, you know, you need to get up. Well, it ended up, he spent, stayed the night and I actually was questioning myself. I thought, this is great. Could it be? Yeah, this could it be? <laughs> and I said, I've got to understand that I did not tell my husband what I had done. I didn't want anyone to think I was crazy, but 
few days later, I was at the grocery store. And as I turned down the cleaning and the pesticide aisle, I just gasped. I went, oh my gosh, that is it. These bottles are not only closed, but they're also sealed and I can smell them. And he's so sensitive that he is the feeling it from those things in that box are affecting him. I will tell you, it was almost like there had been pressure taken off of him and his body started to, you know, we could tell he was starting to recover. He was comfortable in the house. We, you know, we kind of hit a baseline with a safe haven. Mm-hmm. And if we give our bodies a base, right? If we give our bodies the base it needs to heal, then they can. And then eventually he probably adapted. Yeah. I mean, you know, you have all these toxic chemicals you're exposed to. You remove the immune stressors and the body is able to go, oh, thank you. Now I can heal. And in the process, in this process, which is relevant to what you do, I was, you know, desperately trying to figure out how to recover him. And I learned about bowel biology. Mm-hmm. And it happened that that year was the first year the Germans were teaching bowel biology in America. And I was a part of that class. And that, so I learned about how the magnetic fields, the electric fields um, impacted the body. And at that time, the Europeans said that the number one reason that people with chronic illness do not heal is because of the electric field in the home. So anyway, I studied that. I came home. We tested my son in the bed, and it takes one millivolt Mm -hmm. to operate a pacemaker. And in the bed, his body, he was... It was very high. It was over a thousand millivolts from your wiring. We had some issues with our Mm -hmm. wiring. Mm -hmm. So we got that fixed. And um, we also became very aware of the magnetic fields and uh, static electricity fields. And we addressed all of those things. Now, at that time, there were no cell phones. There was no Internet. It was a whole nother world. So... um, that's so fascinating. And I'm, you know, so yes, an EMF is an EMF. They're electromagnetic fields and they come in all varieties, wireless, electricity, magnetic. Um, and fortunately, most of our bodies can adapt. But like you're saying with your son, same with me, I, the, I always said the energy from wireless did not mesh with the energy of my body. I could just feel it from the, from the moment I held a cell phone. It was, it was very dramatic. But so I, I think it's important for everyone to know that, yes, we need to be aware. Uh, we don't need to be fearful, but our bodies will tell us, won't they, when there's something amiss. And an EMF is a toxin and chemicals are toxins. Not all chemicals are toxins, but yes, definitely toxins come in all varieties. That that's that's right. So we addressed, you know, we addressed his, um, you know, his thinking, toxic chemicals, the electromagnetic fields. We, um, you know, had him do certain exercises, brain exercises, etc. I was homeschooling him. The bottom line is, he not only recovered, he fully recovered, and he ended up going to the Naval Academy. And um, he got his brains back mm. and he actually was um, engaged. He was in naval air, flew missions over Afghanistan and mm. um, then was in Japan with the Navy, naval air intelligence. So he absolutely recovered. I have the biggest smile on my face. <laughs> <laughs> and then you also became brilliant. He recovered and you're brilliant. You know, you, and you had to be right. You had, you learned step by step. I'm I, thrilled. Yep. And I, be, I had this growing feeling of going, oh my gosh, Americans are living in this low level chemical soup. They have these toxic products throughout their homes that are emitting these VOCs at, that their bodies are having to deal with. And so after my son recovered, 
just through word of mouth, people started calling me. And I started working with people all over the country that had had, you know, chemical injuries or chronic illness. And I had been a medicinal cook. You know, I mentioned that before. So I was doing work with people all over the country, looking at food, looking at toxic chemicals, and also looking at electromagnetic fields, just from the standpoint of the mag- the AC magnetic and electric fields um, and DC fields. So um, that what I did with all my clients is I decided that the first thing, you know, after they would call, and most of the people that called me were people who had been to doctors and they hadn't gotten, you know, they hadn't had resolution of their symptoms. So I would have them go through what I call now toss the toxins. And I go category through cat by category. Very easy. We just take a box. I get them first to take out pesticides and cleaning and laundry products. Take a box, take them out of your house. Just that act creates a dramatic increase in the quality of the air air, um, in your home. I can just feel it. I can just breathe just you saying it. You know, I I, I have that. I, I Well, you know, I think once you're sensitive to something, you're probably sensitive to many different toxins. So it just feels so fresh as you say that. It's great. Well, I love your whole detox program. Yeah. And what we don't realize is that everyone is sensitive to these chemicals that we have one in two children in this country with chronic illness. Over 50% of the adult population has some sort of chronic illness. You know, we are in trouble and it has been documented that our exposure to these chemicals, also to the electromagnetic Mm -hmm. fields, are causing this rise in degenerative disease. And not only that, I always believe that even if you don't feel it, even if you think that you feel fabulous, you can feel better when you, when, you, when you just step away from the toxins, for sure. That's right. So I always say you don't know how much they impact you till they, you remove them. So exactly. people might, you know, might go, oh my gosh, I can't get the, you know, take these things that I bought and just take them out. Well, the whole purpose is to change your air quality. And if you don't have replacements, you know, for those products, you can put them in a box that has, is sealed, put it in your garage, put it, you know, in a place where you're not impacting that air quality in your home. And I can tell you, I've, if I had known this when my son was exposed, if I didn't have to go through that learning process, it would not have taken seven years for him to recover. It took us seven years for him to be able to um, be completely well. Now, you think that if you had done what, he could have healed quickly? Because that's, I mean, it's amazing that he healed the way that he did. Well, let me let me say this. I have people coming to me all the time. They've been eating, you know, healthy. They've been doing good things. But invariably, I find that people are living in homes with maybe hundreds of products sitting in their house. They may not even be using them, but they are impacting their immune systems. They're impacting their bodies. I have parents that will tell me their child with asthma no longer has to use an inhaler, doesn't have asthma anymore. Once they remove the laundry products that have fragrance or maybe the skincare products with fragrance or maybe scented candles or cleaning products, you know, with certain chemicals. They do sneak into our homes, don't they? And every single one of them is important. And and you're really encouraging me and inspiring me to take a look around. I've always been aware, but they tend to sneak in just like an EMF, don't they? You know, somebody brings you a present or, you know, like you said, like a candle. Mm -hmm. And and you think, oh, that's beautiful. And, And then you forget, right? We have to be so aware. Right. We just have to be educated. And it's really easy. I have this, um, well, EWG Skin Deep. Right. Love it. On the you know internet, if you just type in an ingredient on a product 
and EWG Skin Deep, it'll give you a rating from one to 10. We recommend products stay in the home if all of their ingredients have a one or two rating. If it doesn't, then we say toss that toxin and find you an alternative. Absolutely. Marilee, can I ask you something that that happens probably in every neighborhood? What about the community park or the people next door that are spraying? How, How do you deal with that? Well, that's always, you know, that is a problem. Definitely when you know someone's going to spray or they've done something like that, you keep your windows closed. It's nice to try to educate your community. Um, but, you know, I say to my clients, we go to work, we go to school, we go out, and we really can't control that. But what we can control is what's in our house. So if we have removed products with harmful ingredients from our homes, then we have a safe haven. And um, of course, that's, you- yeah, that's exact. That's very similar to what my my theory on EMF too. Let's start at home. It, yeah. If we can at least make our homes a safe, safe sanctuary, we're that much further ahead for us and our families. That that's key, and that's what I teach all you know all my clients. We want to have a safe haven where the body can repair, restore, and rejuvenate at night. So therefore, you want to have as clean and electromagnetic field. Um, arena in your bedroom, in your house, at night when you sleep, you want to be not breathing, you know, chemicals all night. You want to just be able to recharge and refresh. Such a good point. You know, and I, um, are you familiar with the work of Dr. Gunnar Hauser? Yes. Okay. So you know how he, he did the brain scans and He's like one of the most premier chemical sensitivity research doctors uh, from UCLA. And he's been doing this for, what, 40 years, researching chemical sensitivity. And so he did these brain scans. And he noticed that the brain scans of people who have chemical sensitivity look very similar to the people who have EMF sensitivity. And what have you found other than, you know, you've, you've told us about your son, how he responded to both. But do you see that? With your clients as well? Oh my gosh. When I first started out, 100% of my people were chronically ill or chemically injured. Um, I'm not sure what year it started happening, but I started getting calls from people that were having problems with electromagnetic fields. And it came as a sort of a rash of calls. There were a lot of people that built homes with aluminum foil in their drywall. They were chemically sensitive. And when they built, they thought, okay, I'm going to put aluminum foil up so that nothing, no chemicals can get in from the plywood or any other material. What they didn't realize is there was an unintended consequence. And with the advent of some of the cell phones, et cetera, frequency, you know, cell towers and all, people living in those homes were getting sick. So I started getting call after call. And it the shift in ratio, you know, 100% chemically injured or chronically ill to EMF rapidly changed to later in my consulting, I considered everybody that calls me to have this issue because it's all part of our total load. Exactly. Um, I, I am fascinated about the aluminum. So what those people were doing was creating hot spots, and you know metal does react with the electromagnetic fields. And so I, I hadn't heard of this before, but that's probably what was happening, right? They were just magnifying the waves. Yes, exactly. So I'll give you an example. I, I was working with a 25-year-old girl. She was very chemically sensitive. And um, I said, listen, I want you to start thinking about, um, you know, electromagnetic fields. And so I said, she goes, I'm not sensitive to those. I, they don't bother me. And she, you know, she was using mm-hmm. the phone, et cetera. And I said, listen, you need to be proactive and take some preventative steps because it is just like another chemical. It is. She said, no, I don't think it is. And so I left her on the phone call. I said, all right, I'm going to take three things to do. You think about it. I want you to not sleep with your phone in your, in your bedroom. 
I want you to not use the phone in the car and don't charge your phone at night when you sleep. Nowhere in your house. Charge it in the morning or in the evening before you go to bed. Well, about three months later, she called me. She had been, actually, she had someone else call me. She had taken a four-hour trip to her parents. It was Thanksgiving, and she was on the phone the whole time. (sighs) By the time she got home, um, she said that she went into her parents' house. She put the cell phone down on the countertop. She went and laid down. When she got up, she walked over to her phone. She could not even hold it. It just dropped. But anyway, the bottom line, this girl ended up, I had to work with her. She had to live outside. She became completely EMF sensitive. It was a horrific story. And you know, do you? I hear this a lot. I hear from people when I've been to... Uh, conferences just for people who have EMF sensitivity and story after story after story is the same. They get an incredibly high one-time dose mm-hmm. and boom, the body just, just like chemicals, it, right. they just, the body reacts and says, that's it. No more. That's right. That's right. So anyway, um, she Literally was sleeping outside. She couldn't go in a building. Uh, I'm going to give you one more example just to show you uh, how incredible this whole thing is with the electromagnetic fields. And we need to really become aware. I had a lady call me. She was had said she'd been to chiropractors, doctors. She was in excruciating pain, her shoulder, her arm. She, she was, was almost locked up. She couldn't figure out what was going on. So I went through all my questions. You, you know, it's like a detective. You just ask question after question. And so I said, what shoulder is it? It was her right shoulder. And um, so I asked her to describe what she did every day. Well, she was worked on a laptop all day long. So finally, I said, all right, here's what I want you to do. I want you to um, take a knife and a butter knife. And I want you to go outside and I want you to pour water on the ground and I want you to stick the knife in the ground and hold the knife. You can, you can do two knives with right and left hand for about three minutes. Do that three times a day, morning, middle day, and the night. I asked her if she had a grounded um, plug to charge her laptop, a three-prong or a two-prong. She had a two-prong. Uh-huh. I get a three-prong. I asked her if she put her hands on the keyboard and, you know, just like people do with their laptops. Yes. I told her to get an extended keyboard and right. a wired mouse, extended mouse, so that she never touched the keyboard. In two days, she was out of pain. Oh, yes. Again, the biggest smile on my face. And are you like me? Like you said, you know, you walk down the the cleaning aisle and you could smell because your home was so toxin-free, the chemicals. And when I just see someone with a cell phone in their hand, with it up to their head, I physically feel the symptoms. (laughs) You know, is that how you are with chemicals too? (laughs) Well, you you sit there and you just go, please don't do that. (laughs) You want you don't want people to have the consequences. You know, we have these unintended consequences. We have this great technology. We have um, opportunities to do these things because of technology, and we just need to have know how to use it smartly and um, be aware. And if you you know, in terms of a toxic product, we need to know how to vet and choose safe ones and get the toxic ones out. Exactly. And we're going to get into that. And I think we should add right now that both you and I, I'm sure, are on wired connections. Oh, absolutely. When we pick up our phones, our phones are wired. (laughs) Actually, I don't pick up my phone because I'm sensitive to the magnetic as well. And I put it on a stand and I use a stylus and that that works for me. Um, You'll probably laugh. I use a landline. I have one too. Good. <laughs> but, but we're on a computer right now. Yes, we're on a computer. Absolutely. I'm wired. Right. And it just feels so good. There's, I'm sure we're both living in EMF-free environments. As much as possible. Mine's blinking green on the meter and that's what I like. 
Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and to that end, it's, I know you have a consulting company and are you a building biologist? Yes, I am. So, you know, I recommend to everyone, if you are uncertain at all, the way to know if your home is safe and as EMF-free as possible is to have a building biologist come over and assess your home. Yes, that that is really a great thing to do. And, you know, learning about the individual uh, fields is great. You know, people don't realize if you've got an air purifier and it's running, don't sit right next to it. Put some distance between you. There's all these little steps that I know that you teach and, and I teach that are simple. You don't even have to think of it anymore. We teach our kids not to touch a hot stove. We teach our kids, you know, to, um, you know, to practice these little, these steps. We turn off our Wi-Fi at night or ideally are just wired and just a lot of, there's a lot of things we can do. August will be right back with more of the Thriving with Technology podcast. But first, if you're interested in reducing your exposure to the EMF radiation that comes from all of our digital devices, Tech Wellness has solutions for you. People tell August all the time that reducing exposure helps them sleep so much better. It gives them better focus during the day and it cures other physical symptoms like headaches. Now, a great way to start doing it is by shutting down your Wi-Fi. That's a big source of radiation in our homes and our offices. Step one might be to hook up one of our Wi-Fi kill switches. Super easy to hook up and a simple touch of the button turns off Wi-Fi when you're ready to sleep or when you just want your kids to come out of their rooms for dinner. But the absolute best thing you can do is to get rid of your Wi-Fi altogether. But don't worry, you'll be browsing the internet faster than ever when you use our Cat8 shielded cables to connect online. There's nothing faster than Cat8 and it's not just for your desktop. We have adapters that will get you blazing EMF-free speeds on your laptop, on your tablet, and even on your smartphones. We've even put together complete hardware kit that give you everything you need to easily wire up. Check out all the solutions for reducing your EMF exposure today. Visit techwellness.com and search keywords, no Wi-Fi. And now back to August. So Marilyn, I've been wondering, is there one toxin that you consider more important to remove from your life than another? Well, that's difficult, but in terms of toxic products, I... Probably pesticides are at the top of the list. Some parts of the country, they don't have, you know, they don't need to use them that much. But, um, you know, conventional cleaning products also, fragranced products. And then in the electromagnetic field spectrum, I like people to go wired, take Wi-Fi out of their house. Completely. And I'm so excited that we we now offer a wire up kit because it's that might seem daunting to someone what you're saying, you know, if they only have a, a Wi-Fi. So I'm really excited that we just tried to make it really simple because it can be. And I know that I was talking to a couple of building biologists about like how much does it really cost to wire up your home from scratch? And I think they're saying that you can get it done for between fifteen hundred and two thousand. That's that's pretty expensive. Eventually, I hope that all new home builds are wired like they used to be. Well, that would be glorious. Wouldn't it? Yes. You know, if we get get the information out. Mm-hmm. And we will. That's what we're doing here. And so, and as far as pesticides go, when my kids grew up and, and until recently when I found an organic pesticide service, we had diamectaceous earth all around the border of the house. <laughs> that was for the spiders to crawl through, you know, and, and uh, scratch their or take their legs off or something because the, the earth was so fine. And I guess it's real sharp in, in a spider's world. And then we had borax for all of the ants. What are your go-tos for pesticides for if people, you know, have an issue and they don't have a service that uses organic oils? Well, we do have some um, links on our website that can, you know, if you have spiders, you can look up spiders. Um, if you have roaches, you can look up roaches. One of my favorites is uh, here in Texas, we have a problem with roaches and you make this little mixture of just very fine cornmeal, boric acid, and powdered sugar in equal amounts. You'd like you get a tablespoon of each, mix it up like a cake. Uh-huh. And then you take the powder and you put it in tops, like uh, 
tops from a lids from things. And then you stick it under your refrigerator or in, you know, under uh, cabinets, et cetera. And literally, I'd say in two weeks, you're going to be roach free. Oh, and, that's brilliant. And it lasts. The, the roaches, all they adapt to the pesticides. They get stronger and then they, you know, they're not killed. But with this, they don't adapt and they, they stay away. It's fabulous. That's so great. Let's repeat that really quickly. So the mixture is? Equal parts of powdered sugar. You get the very fine powdered sugar. Equal parts of cornmeal. Get the very fine, inexpensive cornmeal. And equal part of boric acid. And you would get that at the grocery store pharmacy area. And is boric acid borax? Well, some people actually do use borax in that recipe, so they interchange it. You can use borax is not um, the same as boric acid. Boric acid is more poisonous. Oh, okay. Yeah, I used to, for the ants, I would do granulated sugar and the borax. And it, oh boy, once it gets wet, it's a mess. <laughs> it, it really is. And dries, you know, then, then you're, you're like, you have to pick at it to, to get rid of it. But uh, in the home, tell me what the cornmeal does. Well, they, they, for some, I think it's the sugar. They love the sugar. They get in there and they eat that mixture and um, it just kills them. Yay. Oh, the acid is what kills them, but the sugar is the attraction. I guess the cornmeal pro- probably too. Okay. So now let's get to branch basics. How did you start it? Why? I mean, I'm sure you were you were cleaning with toxin-free products for years and years and years before you actually rolled out wonderful branch basics. Well, I call our products products with a purpose. They we have two products. And they literally can replace every cleaning and laundry product in your house. And it's true. Yes. I use them. It makes it really easy. It's, you know, the versatility is just simplifies your life. It's, I say it's a minimalist dream. You take it, take out all your products and you just have these two left and they work. And that, you know, as I told you with my clients, my first step is take out your cleaning products, take out your laundry products and pesticides. And then, you know, they can use this one product, these couple of products to replace. So it, it just makes that first step of tossing the toxins in your home so simple and doable. And um, that's, you know, basically what we're here for. We've got a products that are just a vehicle for our mission. We want to, I, I want to create this healthy home revolution, you know, family by family. And that revolution includes electromagnetic fields, tossing the toxic fields and um, toxic food in your pantry and the toxic products. And you have given us such a wonderful base with the Branch Basics formula. And like you said, it is a minimalist dream. I'm not a minimalist, but I feel so healthy. And I feel like I'm living right when I take my my concentrate and I mix it with this much water for the windows and this much water for a soap for my hands. And I know that you guys say that it's human safe and I could eat it. I've never tasted it. Have you? <laughs> Accidentally, actually. <laughs> I, and, and I don't really say you could eat it. I, you know, it is, we did went through extensive testing. We went through about a hundred iterations. We did not want our product to irritate the eyes, irritate the lungs or the skin. And so we used a lot of my clients as testers when we were trying to figure out the formula. And then when we finally got where we are now, we decided, well, we wanted to get some third-party independent testing. So we sent samples to a company that puts the product in contact with skin-like tissue and eye-like tissue. And our product came back 100% not a skin irritant. The, the CEO of the testing company actually called me and said, wow, we've never had a product test just like the control. How? Who is your chemist? What are you doing? I, I kind of laughed because I said, well, we decided on this formula because of the experience that I had with chemically sensitive people and my son. You know, I knew the, the um, 
preservatives that were being used in the non-toxic products were problems and some of the other chemicals. And so we just were very strict. And I used that, you know, my client history as the guide for choosing the, the ingredients. And how on earth, Marilee, does it clean? Because, you know, we're, we're conditioned to believe that we need this chemical and that chemical. I'm not going to name any names, but you know, basic, anything, anything you buy off the store shelf has what, 10 different kinds of chemicals probably in every single package that supposedly help get things quote unquote clean. So how does your product actually clean? Well, we are a surfactant based product and we looked very hard and we wanted originally to create just a soap, a cleaning soap made, you know, it's, that's a saponified, sorry, a saponified oil um, and, um, and, and lye basically. But we could not get a formula that did not irritate the eyes or irritate the lungs when sprayed. And it also soaps leave kind of a soap scum. So we looked to the European Union Cosmetic Directive, and there were a group of surfactants called the alkyl glucosides that were sanctioned for skin and baby care. Um, and also they had no toxic byproducts, et cetera. So we used the alkyl glucoside, that's decaglucoside, it's in our product, cocoa glucoside. And um, then we have this mix of wonderful other ingredients that synergistically just were a win. I mean, I we're so grateful that it works so well. Our first priority was human health, but we knew, okay, heck, who cares if it's safe, if it doesn't work? Right. And so, it works. It definitely works. And so we have we been overcleaning? Have we been trying to kill too much bacteria? Just because does the Branch Basics kill bacteria on our kitchen counters? Branch Basics is a soap or surfactant cleaner, and soap is used to remove germs. Now, we just had the COVID crisis come up, and so this has been very much brought to the forefront. How important is to understand what how to clean in the the CDC recommends you use soap on all surfaces that you clean in the home and only use a disinfectant on frequently touched surfaces because, for one thing, these chemicals, they can cause bacterial resistance or antibiotic resistance, just like you were, you know, mentioning. You know, if we're using too many chemicals, it can cause destruction of the microbiome even. So uh, we don't really need these harmful chemicals in our homes for cleaning. And an interesting fact about soaps is that they found that the coronavirus and many of the other viruses and some bacteria have what's called a lipid layer. And soaps literally just dismantle that, break it down and destroy the virus. So, and I'm sure you've heard the CDC say, if you want to wash your hands, you use soap and water. Yes. And, only, and yeah, and they warn only use a sanitizer if you do not have soap and water with you. Exactly. And that's that's always been just intuitively how I'm sure you were just like me. You know, it's it's like, oh no, don't use that sanitizer. It just doesn't feel right. It doesn't feel right to take all of the good and bad bacteria off your skin at once. No, and we found with COVID, the New York Times had an article last March and said, wait a minute, polluted air, harmful chemicals in your air disrupts your immune system, making you more vulnerable to catching viruses, COVID, contagious illness. So, you know, from this hardship of COVID, there's been a bright light shown on how we need to use safer products in our homes. The, the poisonings were up, have been up, and, you know, there's just more awareness. So that's a good thing that's coming out of this. Great. Yeah. Thank you for bringing that up and, and explaining it to us. And also, I, I don't know if you are aware of this study, but I recently had Ole Johansson on a podcast and he said that the 
biggest concern that he had was a research study done two years ago that found that when our skin is exposed to just plain old Wi-Fi and cell phone radiation, that the bacteria becomes antibiotic resistant. I love it that you're bringing this up. This is so important. Uh It it is because, are you familiar with Dr. Klinghart? Sure, yes. Okay, you know, he did studies with Faraday cages and um, where he put mold. This was one of his his, um, experiments. And he had mold that was exposed to Wi-Fi and mold that wasn't. And the mold that was exposed, it mutated became more virulent, got, you know, grew faster. And when you think about how we're so upset today about, you know, how how grains are moldy, et cetera, and all, well, years ago, we didn't have that problem. You could go to Whole Foods and buy grains in bins and they weren't moldy. Today, that most people or a lot of people do not buy in bins because they're more, you know, there's a lot of mold issues. And one of the reasons is, I am sure, and what a lot of people are, you know, including is that molds, also viruses, bacteria, our microbiome, you know, there is a reaction, there is a problem. The viruses are more virulent, they're multiplying, etc. So, and so it's, so important that we give our bodies a fighting chance and toss the chemicals, use a beautiful cleaner like Branch Basics. And I love the way that the laundry comes out. I love, I put the the oxygen boost, you know, into the washing machine Mm -hmm. and um, also the, the concentrate that I've, you know, made into the laundry detergent. It's a great concept. It really, it's fabulous. And the only thing is, is that what do you say to people who say, but it doesn't smell clean because they're not smelling a fragrance. Do you ever recommend, like, I also have the dryer balls, like maybe putting uh, an essential oil on a dryer ball? Yes, people can do that if they, they choose for sure. We recommend that you use a, an organic or a wild crafted essential oil because the ones that are less expensive are typically processed with a solvent and Mm. those are toxic chemicals. So yes, a good quality essential oil can be used if you would like. And do you put them on the dryer balls or do you put them into the the rinse container in your washing machine? How, How do you advise people do that? Some people will put it in their dryer balls. Some people will put it in the in the concentrate or the the cleaner, you know, their laundry solution. Great. Okay. That's a great tip. I've been wondering because of course the clothes are clean and then they just smell like clothes. (laughs) We're just so conditioned with this whole fragrance thing. And I love that there's no fragrance in Branch Basics because that's been, I know you can give us a, a little information on how incredibly toxic fragrances are. I would like to do that, actually. You asked the most toxic product, pesticides, I said. Well, pesticides and fragrances both have something in common. One, the, and I'm talking about synthetic fragrance now, which is a blend of you know, proprietary ingredients. It's not just one chemical. It may be hundreds, by the way. Mm. But pesticides and fragrances are called asthmogens. They cause asthma. They're um, neurotoxic. They affect the nervous system. They are carcinogenic. They can cause cancer. They are uh, endocrine disruptors. They disrupt our hormones. They are um, allergens. They're absolutely devastating to, you know, to expose ourselves to. But then is it so, so this is anything that has a fragrance or when we see natural fragrance, does that mean that we're safe? If it, like I'm saying, if it's an essential oil that's organic or wild crafted, yes. But if it's a synthetic fragrance, you're going to know, you know, it'll say, you can tell if you've got a synthetic fragrance because if, if a company that's going to spend the money and do an organic essential oil, they're going to say that on the label. They'll just say the word fragrance mm-hmm. on a label that's, you know, synthetic. Okay, great tip. When you're reading the label, looking for all those things that you can't pronounce. Also, if you see fragrance, stay away. 
Absolutely. Okay. Thank you. Well, this has just been amazing. Thank you so much, Marilee. Is there anything else? If, if there's one thing that you want people to know today, what is it? I want to encourage people to, to stop and think a minute. I mean, I'll just relate back to the aftermath when I avoided a kidney transplant and I became a completely different person. We need to think about this. Why would a country allow chemicals in our food in our products, et cetera, that affect our mental, our physical, and our emotional well-being. We need to, as the consumer, become educated. We need to take action by going to the store and buying only safe products. That's going to create the change here. And once you really realize the reality of this, it's, it's just common sense. I mean, why would you want to sit there and, you know, breathe something that is really the reason why you have migraine headaches. You take it out of the house and go, oh my gosh, I'm not having headaches anymore. We just don't realize how much they impact us until we take them out. And if someone's skeptical, because I'm sure, you know, people are going, this is, you know, this can't be. Well, I invite you to do an experiment. It's not that hard. Get a box, go through your kitchen, your your bathroom, your, you know, closets, gather up those products, take them out, put them in your garage, wait a weekend, see what happens. Maybe you have to take Claritin because you have allergies and now, you, you know, you're going, oh, I'm not having that problem. Or, you know, your allergies are better or you're thinking better. Your kids are less irritable. I cannot even begin to tell you the stories that are so just heartwarming when people are so excited that they have tossed the toxins and it's really, it doesn't cost money. It's free. You just pick them up and get them out and voila, you've got improved air quality. And that is thing, so good. Yes, yeah. go ahead. And the same thing with the electromagnetic fields. All right, let's just uh, turn your Wi-Fi off. Awesome. And I hear the same stories. I have so many moms that say, oh my gosh, I turn off the Wi-Fi and the kids are sleeping through the night or I turn off the Wi-Fi and now my kids are napping. You know, it's true. It's the, These are experiments that we can do ourselves. And thank you for reminding us that we have the power. We do. At we the do. store and at home. Mm -hmm. We can be mindful consumers. Thank you so much. Well, it's been so much fun. It has. I just want to call you back and chat some more. <laughs> Thank you, Marilee Nelson. Marilee Nelson, the founder of Branch Basics, the power of pure. I use the boosters and I use the concentrate and I clean everything in my home. My laundry is clean. My mirrors are clean. The windows are clean. The floor is clean. The tables are clean. All with Branch Basics. So I'm going to put a link to Branch Basics. I'm also going to put a link to Marilee's story, which is detailed and wonderful. I encourage you to read it. You know, Marilee also advised me to write my story. And so I did. And I'll also put a link to that in the notes, as well as links to other things that Marilee and I talked about. You know, I've lived toxin-free for about 40 years now. And in the beginning, that meant just vinegar to clean the floor, borax to do the laundry. But now Marilee with her Branch Basics really makes it simple. And the cleaning products really work. They really do. I hope that you'll try them. And uh, as always, my biggest takeaways here, Marilee's reminder that most of us are living in what she called a low-level toxic soup. Gross, right? It doesn't have to be that way. We know what to do. I took the cue and I grabbed a box. I walked all around my house picking up anything that had an unnatural fragrance or a chemical that I couldn't pronounce and I tossed it out. I did. It's in the garage, far away from our living space because the toxins really do creep in from time to time and you, and you just have to keep it in check. And it's most important, as she said, to make sure your bedroom is a safe haven. I couldn't agree more. So you can rest and rejuvenate. No EMF, no chemicals, no fragrance. If it says fragrance, it's most likely chemical. So look for those words that say organic or natural oil. And finally, yes, electromagnetic radiation, wireless energy is a toxin. Merrily confirmed that. It's actually classified by the World Health Organization as a class 2B possible carcinogen. Toss it by wiring up. Merrily and I are 
definitely on the same page here. So I hope you'll tune in next week as we talk to another world-changing woman. She's truly living healthier and happier with technology by making sure that her family lives in balance with tech. And she does this by unplugging with her kids every summer and making magical memories. So it's going to be really inspirational and you're going to get great tips from her too. And if you haven't yet, go back and listen to the man who makes EMF meters. Also, we had the world's most renowned and respected female internet addiction specialist who actually coined the term internet addiction. And please listen to the incomparable Dr. George Carlo, who ran the original research study, the big one, decades ago, that found out that our phones weren't as safe as the mobile companies were pretending they were. And really, that started this whole movement. And you can hear him here on Thriving with Technology. So listen, rate, subscribe. I'd be so honored. I love sharing information that can help you live safer, healthier, and happier in our digital world. Be well.